Welcome to the Immigrant Entrepreneurs Podcast. My name is Alina Warwick, and today I get to chat with the most amazing man in my life. He's so close and dear to me, I am extremely honored to bring my dad to the show. My dad left a small farm town in Russia to come to the States all in the name of new opportunities. My dad is starting a heating and air conditioning business over 20 years ago. I remember when he was working during the day, going to college at nights, and staying up late nights to do his homework. The only thing I remember from his ESL classes was when he was listening to the pronunciations of the English language, and he would repeat the phrases over and over and over again. It was like, hello, my name is Nikolai. Hello, my name is Nikolai. Like a million times over and over. It was drilled in our heads while my dad was pronouncing the English phrases. We grew up on government assistance and received welfare for several years of our lives in America. I remember eating top ramen, Pop-Tarts, and whatever food my mom could pick up from the food bank. I am so, so grateful to my parents to allow us to live in America for a better future. I'm beyond blessed to have such amazing parents and instilling good values in everything we did. My dad was getting paid $8 an hour in the late 1990s when he decided he will start his own business. To this day, he's had his heating and air conditioning business for over 20 years and runs it all by himself. So let's hear what my dad has to say about eliminating competition, hard work, and never giving up. Okay, so we're going to get right to it. So, Dad, are you ready to roll? Yes, I'm ready. Let's start from the very, very beginning. Tell the listeners a little bit about yourself. Where were you born and when did you come to the States? Well, I was born in Russia and I came to United States in 1992 in june when it was so hot compared to russia it was so different when i got out from plane it was even different smell of air and the air was like smell of another different opportunities for my life so i came with my wife and three little kids three, four, and five years old. So that was my first day in the United States. So why did you guys decide to come to the States in 1992? Well, it was, first of all, it was the opportunity opens in Russia. So, and I take advantage of this opportunity. because at that time, a lot of people just dream to live in the United States because the United States is a big, rich country. And when the opportunity came to my family, 
So me, my parents, my brother, so we came to the United States to have or to change our lives for better because United States is the country of opportunities to have their own business and get probably a better life that we used to have in Russia. And how old were you when you came to the States? I was 30 years old. Okay, so I think it's really, really crazy to think that at 30 years old, you grab your family, you grab your kids, your parents, and your brother and move to a brand new country. And to me, I'm in that age range right now. And I don't even know how people used to do that and still do that to this day. To me, that is just a huge risk. And I'm so, so grateful um, to you guys that you guys decided to do that and jump on the plane, um, like you said, for better opportunities. So tell me a little bit about the struggles that you had to go through when you first immigrated to the States. Well, the first, the very first struggles, of course, for every immigrant, if you don't know English, so that is the the big, big struggles because communications, um, you just can't say simple words or can't even ask simple questions. So that's the biggest struggle. And of course, the culture, different country, it's a, of course, big, I mean, different country and everything is different from starting from cars, buildings, language. So everything is different. So every step was a struggle. Dad, tell me, um, did you guys save up money to immigrate to the States before you left? Or did you just come with whatever cash you had on hand? And uh, of course not. I had in my pocket about $600 uh, because living in the, in Russia in 1992, uh, most families are poor and I had pretty much nothing. I have a, I had a small, small house and um, pretty much I haven't bring much in, in, uh, in the United States personal stuff. It was pretty much nothing. Okay, so that is so, so powerful to hone in to my listeners that you came with $600 to a brand new country with kids and your family. So that is insane. Um, tell me a little bit about your parents. Were they entrepreneurs? Did they give you any entrepreneurial advice at all? Um, not really. My parents, uh, they work at farmers, so they, in Russia, pretty much nobody has their own businesses, so, and myself, I haven't even realized how to have a business, so to have a business, I thought this is probably not achievable thing, especially in America. Uh, but this is not true. So when I go 
I mean, when I went through this this whole process, I see this is not that hard like I used to think about it. So my parents, they, they didn't give me any advices because they immigrated at age over 60. So they, have, they haven't have any business in the Russia. So they didn't even know any um, English. So of course, I, I haven't have help from them either. That's very interesting. So before you tell our listeners about Nikolai's Heating and Air Company, which is what you have right now, tell us about the path that you took. Were there any other business ventures that you tried before Nikolai's Heating and Air Company was born? Uh, no, um, I haven't. So uh, when I started to um, of course, I started, uh, first of all, with education. So the first year, my brother and I tried to get in college, but we couldn't because we weren't uh, residents of, uh, of the state. So we have to live at least one year to get in college um, and not to pay for the courses. So next year, I got in college and starting to learn uh, ESL. Um, my second language, uh, English. And um, after two years, I took classes, electrical mechanical technology. I was interested in this because this is a career very broad. So when you graduate from uh, this course, so you can choose about 15 careers. I mean, it gives you a broad path of doing your own thing so you have you can work even uh, as a station engineer you can work as electrical plumber and of course air conditioner so um, the first year I after the college so I work in a company I work a few months then um, I was fired I don't know why because nobody told me so the next company I worked for uh, 11 months and when I work about six months so I started to think about to have my own company and I went to to school who prepares for state exam and I worked five days a week and on Saturday I went to school and with the first attempt I passed my exam and my boss he didn't even know that I have the same license like he has and at that <laughs> time i was paid eight dollars an hour i mean uh, i told him i'm gonna quit uh working and he said why you're a good worker and do you want more hours to work i said no i'm i need not more hours to work i need more money <laughs> so and i quit and he didn't even know that i have my own license wow so at nine in 1999 I quit my job, I bought a house, and opened my own business at the same time. It was re really big challenge for me. That's a really big risk, too. <laughs> oh, yeah. Brand, brand, brand new company, uh, you just bought a brand new house, and you are so unsure of how your company is going to go, but you still managed to buy your own house. Yeah, at that time, uh, the market on the houses were so low. So 
it was big help for me uh, and they required just I, mean, I think a couple thousands uh, down payment so it was much easier to buy a house at that time so how did you know you wanted to do hvac heating and air conditioning did you were you in school and looking through the cal- um, catalog and you just realized that you are just going to pick HVAC and go with it and see how it goes? Or what was that deciding moment for you? Well, um, like for most immigrants, when they came to United States, so you probably talk with friends who lives here maybe more longer than you and just asking what's the opportunity uh, might be for you. So you're just asking where you work, where you work. So, and one of my friends, he was working at the air conditioning company and uh, I just, I didn't know how it looks like to work in air conditioning business. So, and when he tell me about um, his work, so I said, yeah, this is not, not bad for me. So I don't like to be like sitting at the computer the whole day and doing like um, computer jobs. So I'm very active person so i need to to work somehow in a field and probably traveling through the city from one place to another so um, this is job looks like not boring for me because just working at the same place and go to the same company every day and work with the same people so it's kind of boring for me so my personality probably fits for this kind of job and that's i started to looking for this career and went to college and took uh, my courses for uh, electrical mechanical so you came to the states in 1992 when did you open your business it was in 19 99, seven years after when I came to United States. So you were 37 years old when you opened your business. Yes. Got it. Okay. I remember when we came to the States, you would work during the day and you had college in the evenings. Um, Did you have classes in the evenings or I remember you being stuck in the bedroom just studying and learning English and listening to the pronunciations and you were just constantly preoccupying yourself with learning. Did you take courses at night or were the courses during the day? Uh, First, I've been in college for five years. So um, first courses, it was uh, daytime a full-time student and then I went to work and I have to finish my my courses so that's why I took my um, classes at evening because I couldn't be in college at daytime because I will I was at work so I just finishing my my education so that's why the last year I I took uh, evening classes Got it. Got it. So let's talk about the failures and how do you overcome failures? How do you look at failures? Well, failures at me, of course, um, when you do something and you fail, so this is kind of frustrating. But 
for me, it's kind of challenge. So if I do something and I fail something to accomplish, so this is for me another opportunity. So I have to probably study more or work more uh, harder uh, because I have to I have to do the thing right. So in a business, uh, failure is not acceptable. Because if you fail in the business, so that means you're out of business because a lot of competition is around you. So you have to do the thing right. So failure for me, this means I need to get it right. So this is lack of knowledge or lack of um, hard working or something because business doesn't, doesn't accept any failure. And yeah, I tried my best. I tried very hard. And in business, you have to work much harder than when you work uh, at any company because you work not eight hours a day. You work at least six days a week and probably 10, 12 hours a day. Daytime, I work in field. And when I come back, my office which is at my house, I have to do my uh, office work, doing contracts, writing contracts, uh, incense, invoices, keep my money flow. So, so you're much more busy than at regular work. Who does your bookkeeping? I did everything myself. And I'm wow. still doing everything myself. So that's kind of... It's hard, of course, hard. You don't have a lot of time for vacation. So business takes a lot of time. But it's rewarded. Yes, absolutely. Okay, so I know that a lot of people don't like to talk about their accomplishments, and I know you're extremely, extremely humble in this area too, but can you just share um, to our listeners maybe one or two accomplishments that can stand out to you right now? Uh, the biggest ac accomplishment in my business, I think, um, when you do your job right and when you do it honestly and uh, customers feel this and you kind of build a relationship with them and um, when I do my uh, first advertisement in Sacramento B, it's, um, it's been just at the beginning of my business uh, about 20 years ago. So even from that that time, I got a few customers and I still have them right now. So they still use my company. They still uh, refer to other customers. And at this point, I don't run any advertisement because I'm extremely busy with the customer I have built during my years. Wow. I think that is so, so amazing. And I don't know any other company that can say that they have clients and customers for over 15 years, let alone 20 years. And that is absolutely amazing and a powerful, powerful the tool. And I know the quality of your work speaks for itself. And you're a true example of good quality work yeah i want to add uh 
one more point. Um, I remember saying uh, Warren Buffett say in uh, his one kind of interview, and he said about the business, he said, if you have a competition in your business, that means your your business is not good. You, do, you, <laughs> you don't run your business right. So you don't have any competition? No, not really. I, I, I don't afraid of the competition. So I, competition is good. So that motivates you to, to do your, your business um, better and better. But I, I don't afraid of competition. I don't uh, kind of struggling that somebody will take my work. So 90, maybe 90% of my customers, when I go to to new customer and just uh, offer my services, so 90% I got the job. Mm. That's amazing. And you don't need to advertise. So um, that's another business expense that a lot of entrepreneurs dread to have. Yeah, yes, like. Like big companies, they spend a lot of money on advertisement. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's amazing. That's a really good example to show other immigrants that they really don't need to advertise because their quality of their work is going to speak volumes. Thank you. Thank you so much for sharing that. You're welcome. Okay, so let's talk about a little bit about volunteering um, or donating. Is that something a part of your business values? Uh, yes, of course. Uh, I do sometimes so at my church. So like having business, having a license, contractor license. So you have a a lot of things you can do a lot of things so uh, probably at every house and i donate at my church uh some time to repair air conditioner change air conditioner and for my family members uh doing doing a free job for changing or repair something so in my for my friends of course if i don't charge them like for full charge like i used to be Whatever I can do, I I do it. So if I do my business uh, in air conditioning, so of course I can just repair or do some work, sometimes for free, sometimes for less money. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that's so, so powerful to see entrepreneurs and business owners do something out of the goodness of their heart. And I think that's so valuable to understand that it's not always just about the money and it's not always just about the profits. And I'm sure the church that you go to extremely values you. Oh. And, and understands that you're doing this out of the goodness of your heart. And I'm so sure you're rewarded so, so many times. You've shared um, some of the struggles that you've been through, some of the failures that you've been through. But what do you think are some of the benefits that you can share with us by being an entrepreneur? Um, what I see... Um benefits uh, for me um, like 
for me to work for somebody else, it's kind of boring thing. So I never work in any company more than a year, even in Russia and here in America. So I always try to do my own thing, like to have small but business. So I don't like that somebody will over me, watching me, how I do it, and uh, like to have a boss. So I want to be myself a boss. And for me, benefits I see, I do my job. I do whatever I like to do. This is one thing. So I manage my time. And even I work over time, I don't like struggling and saying, well, I work over time, so I have to <laughs> be more paying. So no, this is this is kind of doing things that I enjoy to do it. Even it's hard, but it's much better than I do for for somebody else or work at, at any company. I have seen benefits, even uh, rewarding with the uh, monetary. Of course, I am paying more than probably average person. Uh, well, not compared to it depends on the company, but even even even. I work in a company, in air conditioning company, so I probably wouldn't be paid like I'm pay, paid in my own business. That's a really good benefit. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. I love it. So what are some things that you would advise in the next aspiring immigrant that wants to start their own business that's listening to you right now? Uh, I would inspire them in things like the first, if you have a big desire, you just go ahead and do it. Even uh, when you will fail or the first year, um, don't just give up. Like uh, when I started my business, the first year I was living on my credit card. I didn't have any income. So it was kind of kind of hardship for me because I didn't know how the business will go. And next year I had 3,000 income. The next year I had 5,000 income. And so it's starting to raise up. And um, for immigrants, I would I would say if you want their own business, so you have to study, study hard and work hard and you'll be rewarded. That's so, so powerful. And I absolutely value, value that advice. So to wrap up, I'm going to ask you some questions and, and they're going to be just super fast. What time do you normally start your day? 6.30. How many employees do you have? I self-employed. So zero employees. Zero employees, yeah. How often do you watch TV in a week? Um, I don't watch TV at all. How many hours of work do you normally put in? And I know there's some busy times and some slow times, but how many normally do you put in right now? Well, it depends on the season. If um, busy season, of course, like a summertime, it's, 10 hours in a slow, slow time. I might work even half day. So it all depends. But most of the time, yeah, at least uh, eight, 10 hours. A day. A day, yes. 
Okay. And then what is your favorite food? My favorite food is vegetables. I thought it was going to be ice cream, Dad. I honestly thought you were going to say the Russian plumbeer ice cream, but I'm surprised. That's amazing. I love vegetables, too. <laughs> Because I'm more, I eat more vegetables a day than ice cream. All right, Dad, that wraps up our chat for today. Thank you so, so much for coming on this podcast. I know this was such a journey for you to come to the States, to start from absolutely nothing and to have a business for 21 years and growing and still going. Okay. Um, thank you for having me on your podcast. And I hope this will benefit for new immigrants to have their chances in the United States to have their own business. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you so much, Dad. I'll talk to you later. All righty.